Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Confused Gentleman. We have been gone for quite some time and we are back to get on regular scheduled programs. We have had a lot happen over the last few weeks, weeks and months, so that's why we haven't been in. This is season four, episode one. As usual, I'm your host, Kip, with my cohorts, WD on the left of my screen and Christian on the right. Hello, boys. What's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, I like the energy. We're all excited. We're not we're not grumpy right now. That's right. So I think it's been since what? October since we've done an episode or so. Yeah, that sounds right. Right before Christian had his baby. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, wow, way to throw me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the last episode was um kind of talking fatherhood expectations mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. So while we start that off here, uh how's it been going, Christian? How's your sleep? Uh, my sleep is a little better now. My boys are four <laughs> months tomorrow, so we I wasn't as good as WD get him on a schedule, but I did get him on a schedule, so he's on a really good schedule. Sleeps throughout the night now, which is awesome. Uh, but definitely that first month, it, it was like it, it was dicey. Sleep was was rare, and I had just started a job, a new job, <laughs> during that time as well. So waking up a lot earlier, staying out a lot later. Uh, for my job and basically I would sleep probably like four hours and then four hours but not four hours consecutively I slept about you know an hour here and woke <laughs> up at again slept another hour or two uh, but yeah overall good is good he's healthy he's growing he rolled over for the first time last week so he's pretty much an athlete nice. now a lot better athlete than I am so <laughs> getting after it <laughs> yeah it's good again You're- sorry uh, we've been Busy over here at the Brown House getting used to uh, my son and kind of figuring all that out. So, sorry guys for uh, my part of us not recording. It's all right. We hit a downfall because you weren't the only one that had a kid. Dubs, you two have joined <laughs> fatherhood once again. Once again, yeah, number four. And so, you know, and he was born when January seventh. So, so he is eight weeks today. Wow. Okay. Yeah, eight weeks today. That's exciting, and I assume he's doing well because, as Christian alluded to, you and your wife are pretty good at doing the sleep routine right out of the gate. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, the first, yeah, the first week or so, you know, obviously it took a little bit of time for him to adjust to a different environment. Obviously, he uh, goes, he goes first week or so, and Christian just got done saying months. <laughs> <I know. Hey. laughs> We had, we had this conversation a few weeks ago. Dubs Dubs said it so casually. Yeah, man, it took us you know a week or two. I said we we we. Uh, uh, I don't even know what that looks like. So it took me a month and a half to figure out what a schedule was for the kid. Dubs goes to run in the house a lot differently than I am apparently. So how were the? Well, Go ahead. Well, I was just saying. Uh, yeah, he sleeps about four to five hours at a time right now. It's been consistent for the past few weeks. So. It's really good for Lucy because he strictly breastfeeds. So at this moment, I have it pretty easy uh, at night because yeah. there's nothing I can do necessarily. You know, I'll get up and kind of pat her, pat Lucy on the butt, or while like, "Hey, I, I realize you're up," <laughs> and then I'll turn back over and go to sleep. Um, but yeah, let's wonder. You're, you're tapping your butt. Yeah, I want credit too. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. That's, you're yeah, welcome. that's exactly right. Yeah. 
It's like I was up to it too. What are you talking See, about? I'm not. I'm not that lucky. My son had a milk allergy, so we're on formula. So your boy is taking turns early morning, late at night. So that's um. That that's what too long for me. That that's what we had to do. Well, uh, not do an analogy, but my wife's supply was just not there. She was never producing nearly enough, so we had to go right to right into uh, using the formula. So yeah, I was with you, Christian. I we up mm-hmm. middle of the night, but you know, you, did you say you and Molly took turns? Yeah, we did. We, we did. Now now we're on a schedule, so you know, I work we, on new jobs. So basically, I'm gonna stay at home dad for four days. And then she kind of takes over, like right now, She's this is her weekend, so she took over that 8 o'clock bottle, and she basically hands, handles it until uh, Monday night, and then I take over again. So we do take turns, but not like a traditional, like every other. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, I just take care of it, and I'd be a stay, I'm a stay-at-home dad for four days, and I, I'm you know he's my sole responsibility. I let her sleep or take care of whatever she has to um, and then occasionally, like this week, she let me take a nap, which was fantastic. So when she, when she comes home from work, she's like, "Hey, she's like, go ahead, take you two more hours." I said, "I appreciate that," you know, like so. We uh, we kind of did it in half shifts. Like I would take, she would go to bed mm-hmm. nine ten o'clock, and I would stay up till one two o'clock playing games with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I took responsibility till like four, mm. and then from four to whatever. She would take over yeah. and do do it because our justifications was like I always had to be up at eight nine o'clock, so this way I could get a solid four or five hours of sleep soundly, mm-hmm. with the exception of you know the little bits and pieces you get from like two to four or whatever. So right. it worked out well for us, and like you said, you you kind of get your groove and deal with it. But uh, yeah, it's no fun. And that first nap, like really good nap without responsibility, is fantastic. <laughs> It's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So uh, we don't really have anything planned for this episode. Uh, we're kind of getting back in the groove, and we got some ideas on the pipe. So anything on your minds, or do you guys want to talk a little bit of the Ukraine-Russia? That's a big talking point right now, or do you want to save that? Well, this is a pretty hot-button topic right now, mm. you know? Is there actually an invasion going on? Oh, yeah, oh, conspiracy, yeah. conspiracy yeah, dubs. I like it. I like it. Conspiracy head, dubs. Bro. So he's in your head. Have y'all seen the live news from Kiev? I haven't. You know, nothing's happened over there. You know, it's it's funny because um, I, I I refuse on this to kind of go down that rabbit hole, but I know you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy yeah. and like what's really happening and what's the motives and things like that, but. Uh, we we should probably save that for an upcoming show That's to cool. really deep dive. But uh, yeah. you know, good, you know, we could briefly discuss it or briefly hit over. You know, I'm shocked at the uh, Ukrainians and their will to fight and mm-hmm. what they have been able to accomplish. You see TikTok videos of the farmers hauling tractors back to their <laughs> to their farms. You see regular citizens throwing Molotovs off their cars. I, it, it and and on the flip side of of that, the PO the Russian POWs, the Ukrainians are taking care of them. Yeah, they're giving them food and water and letting them call home. And it, it, it's it's it's. I think a lot of the Russians don't want to. Invade. No, there's a, no. Well, they're soldiers, I should say. I've, I've seen that. But, you know, they're part of the military. Things so. that, I, that I've yeah. seen red. But yeah, it, but I, it's crazy that you do oh, you do see the Ukrainian people. They're willing to fight for their land, but they're also um, 
humble and charitable enough, like when they do have POWs to take care of them, let them call home, know that, you know, mm-hmm. be able to talk, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, that's probably the best POW set up, <laughs> you know, at least publicly. For real. What happens when we're there, but, For real. you know, they're taking care of those people and being hospitable, even though they came over there. But not the right reason, yeah. but it was, I don't think, you know, so the soldier himself yeah. had that reason, more of a politics, like he had to because he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then then you, then you hear the reports that the Russians just thought they were going over there for, like, training. Yeah. yeah. Right, out, yeah. right? Like, they didn't know they were going into a war zone or combat zone, and I was surprised. So, there's a lot lot of takes we can do. So, yeah, we'll definitely say that for another another episode and, and really deep dive into it a little bit more. What about what? Uh, baseball's canceled. You know nice. that's fun. That. that that's stupid baseball league. Hey, you know what? Brave, Braves will be champions for two two years. Back <laughs> cool with it. Let's keep it running. Twenty twenty three. We'll see who, if we play again. You know, it goes back to our episode we had on sports and major league programs. Yep. And and I remember talking. The ownership is the problem. I remember talking then. You know that they you know there's a real problem. These league, you know, baseball specifically and. <laughs> I did. I saw an interesting stat that says that the month of April is uh, the least uh, revenue is generated okay. uh, by the teams, mm. and so owners they could care less. Like their thought process is like, well, if we're gonna have to set out some games, at least it's April. You know, we're that, not generating that much revenue anyway. You know, interesting. That, that wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, you know, the players are holding their guns as I think they should. I think what the players are fighting for are not greedy related. I think they're legitimate concerns. And, you know, I, I tend to, I'm on the player side. I don't, I don't like what the owners have done, you know, sabotaging their own league. And like you said, they don't, they don't care if they play ball or not. And it's sad. It sucks. Yeah. You think there should be a salary cap? MLB? Um, because I think that would that would I don't I don't help I don't these, uh, I don't CBAs and all. I don't care of a salary cap. I care of a salary minimum. I think that's the bigger problem. I think if if you if you want to put a luxury tax or salary tax of two hundred fifty million, let it be. But when you got you know the Cleveland Guardians, formerly the Indians, but that's politically incorrect. Their entire major league payroll will be less than what Miguel Cabrera makes on the Tigers. Oh wow! So they're not even competing. They know they're not going to make the World Series. They don't no. care. They're not trying. So the the Houston Astro approach from the early two thousands of like we're just going to bottom out, bottom out, bottom out, and then get a few good players. It just it does nothing for a casual fan to enjoy the game. Like like and the Tigers have just gone through it. No one they've had lowest attendance in the last few years. This year they're actually exciting with the prospects that they had coming up. The Braves went through it. You guys had the dog days yeah. prior for this recent run. So I'd be a lot more inclined to give us a salary minimum over that. Mm. You know, I don't know what that number would be. You know, $100 million, $125 million. And, you know, if the owners don't want to pony up the money, they shouldn't own a team. Like, you're, you're billionaires, heavy, heavy millionaires. You know, you a payroll at... 150, 200 million ain't going to matter when you're going to break in. I mean, the Braves report just came out. They made a $120 million profit last year. Mm-hmm. So you're making money. Now, now, but you can compare that to a, corp- a successful corporation, right? Not not sports related, but just a business in general. Right. 
you, you know, that's that, and that's the argument for uh, the proponents of fifteen dollar minimum wage, twenty dollar minimum mm-hmm. wage, is that these CEOs are making so much money, right? right. And they want it to trickle down to the employees. Mm-hmm. They don't understand, and I'm not saying that these owners, obviously, almost I was has to be almost 100 percent of the ownership right now did not bring the the team up to where it's at right, right. they weren't there in the early 1900s or have family members yeah, okay. that own the team that okay you see what i mean so they bought into an already either thriving or established steady, established yeah uh business it's not you know like i'm just trying to, to see your viewpoint well on on you know if they make 120 million profit okay i get that but I think the difference here is you're you're putting together a business to the product is for a fan base and it's not yep. a tangible you know apple size you know iPhones like people you know the, I think there's a clear difference between putting a, a a solid product on the field for a city for a fan base versus a corporation doing products and services. But at the same time, isn't it up to the ownership? To deem what's a fair salary, and if you don't like it, you can go to a different team, right? You, you, that's true. No, you're right. Uh, 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 again, the Braves have been pretty historical in, in not having very, very expensive stingy. players, right? Yeah, very. Stingy. The Tigers before the current Illage, Chris Illage owns it. His dad was the the old guy. He would spend money like there was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, there is that. If a, if an owner doesn't want to pay it, there's there's a case for it. But if you're if you're building a fan base or you want a fan base and you want to, like Cleveland should not be saying anything about like yeah we think we can compete for a World Series because you can't right that's just all a bunch of PR talk. So if you if you established a minimum salary that you have to not are you are you thinking like a minimum salary per person or a mini, minimum salary cap? I'm saying a minimum salary cap. Okay. See, I. Okay. okay. So we're, we were, now, now we're mixed now, up there. We were taking, yes. Okay. okay. So not, not per player, but you have to have a hundred million dollars total in your in major league payroll. So you can't just have bottom out players and you got guys in the league doing, you know, the, no, they're not going to win or they're not going to compete for anything, you know? Well, with them expanding the playoffs because they're, or the teams in the playoffs, that's, that's going to happen. It's going to happen, but again, that's a that's a fraud in itself because half the teams are going to get in are going to be no good, you know. Yeah, but they're going to get playoff money. The, well, that's that's why the owners that, want things. I, I, I know, right? They want that. So, and there will always be a potential for that Cinderella story where the uh, an eight seed is going to beat the one seed or whatever you know to do. But but players players put in their contracts all the time, um, you know, bonuses mm-hmm. and all of that. So it actually gives. <laughs> I mean, you can look at it, it yeah. gives other players more yeah. opportunities. It's like them accepting the universal DH, right? Yeah. You're extending the careers of players. Therefore, right. they're making more money, you know, all around. So Yeah, so it's a sticky situation. I think all, I think all players involved, in reference to the Players Association, MLB owners, and then MLB administration – they all know what they want or what they will settle for, and they're just playing politics amongst each other to to fight back and forth. So, hopefully, they, they you know they're supposed to talk tomorrow. Hopefully, they get a deal done soon, and we don't you know. But this has got a Fourth of July start all over it. You know, half a season kind of play. I hope not. You know, but oh well, what are you gonna do? Nothing we can do. 
everyone's just going to move to a different sport. They got the uh, the that new football league that just came up. They're starting this year, so yeah, we got collegiate baseball. It'll get people more invested in. And what's I, funny I is you. And what's funny is you got triple A ball playing. If you're not on a major league player, you know, major league roster, mm-hmm. they're all still playing. So, oh well. Yeah, uh, the MLS just started too. Just saying. Yeah, uh, that, that's true. Man United, baby. Well, that's not even the right league. It's not even the right <laughs> team. So I'm not a soccer guy. You should burn your house down now. Oh, Christian, I can get you. You, you like ATL, right? Or, uh, yeah, Atlanta United, yeah. right? Um, I can get you some cool swag. I'll, I'll send it your way. Um, from one of my people. Oh, uh, one of my alcohol distributors. So some scarves and things like that. I will take it. I will take it and I will wrap yeah. it. If I need to like post it and like get their name out, I don't care. I'll be a. Uh, I'll work for some swag. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys got in your lives you want to talk about? Anything fun, exciting, joyful, fun, fun and exciting? Well, I mean, maybe funny is that State of the Union address. Oh, I, I didn't watch it. I wasn't going to say it, bro. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I did not watch. I've heard a little couple of clips. Man, I watched the first 10 minutes because I wanted to see what how to fill the room, mm-hmm. if you will, yep. to see, you know, there was no mask. Nope. Well, they, huggy, well, they took the mask away the day before the CDC. Well, I know. Coincidentally I, I, came I, out and said masks are, are right. okay to go. And, and then but I wanted to God, see if they were, we have a president who could just like, Hey, pandemic's done. Thank God. That's, <laughs> that's true power right there. <laughs> as long as we're supporting the Iranians, and not the Ukrainians. Right. right. No. And you got Nancy Pelosi up there rubbing her knuckles together. <laughs> like creating <laughs> <laughs> a fire. That's right. And then there was I, I know there's another instance where Biden was saying something that should have been a collective boo amongst all Congress mm-hmm. members, and I think it started. And Schumer's half asleep. He hears booze and just stands up and starts clapping no. inappropriately. Yeah, inappropriately at something that shouldn't be clapped at. Then he realizes what he's doing, stops, sits back down, and waits for the proper time to stand up. No. Yeah. Yep. That just shows that there needs to be term limits. Uh, well, you know, there has to be term limits. But they're the ones that vote on term limits. Like, how messed up is that? So They also goes, vote for so their reasons. So it goes all the way through, and then they're like, we don't want this. And they're like, okay, cool. Sorry about that. Like, Yeah. There will never be term limits until 51% of the congressmen want term limits, and that will never happen. Unless we get some independence in there, right? God, Christian? let's get some independence in there, baby. I'm in there like swimwear. Vote for Christian for congressman. <laughs> oh, God. That, that, that's going to be my tagline. In there, like swimwear. Boom. They just need to stop doing State of the Unions altogether. I agree. Just tweet it out. Trump had the right idea. <laughs> well, he did them too, and they, it's the same thing with him. It was all a pony show for oh, him and his base. It, it, it's act like a, another, you know, campaign event. Another. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's true. For sure. It's true. I think at the so end they, of the day, if you have something important to tell me, tell me when it's necessary. Don't wait till a state of the union just to spit something out to me. And we obviously, being thinking Americans, know it's a dog and pony show. Like you're not fooling anybody who can think. Like, oh, you're fooling a lot of people. 
Mm-hmm. You're not fooling anybody who can think. There you go. Thank you. 80 million. Yeah. 80 million strong, apparently. Golly. How, how the hell you get 81 million votes and have a 30% approval rating? Don't make, it doesn't make any damn sense. It makes, it makes zero sense. Zero exactly. sense. Oh, well. That's a... Yeah, that's another smoke. Did you show. see the? Uh, I forgot her, her last name starts with a B. Republican Congresswoman, where he was talking about um, Biden was talking about bringing soldiers back in the casket with the uh, flag draped over the, uh, the the casket, and she yells out, "You caused thirteen of them." I, I something like wow. that. Yeah, yeah. She heckled yeah, him pretty about, hard. <laughs> she heckled him really hard. I think it was about the. Uh, she was talking about the Afghan. Uh, Benghazi? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no the, the, the removal. Ago, yeah. the, Exodus, the Exodus from Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him, but it's yeah. awesome. You know, you, you hear. You think he'll be there? You think he'll be here for the next two years? Or they're going to find a way to get him? No. Out? I mean, obviously, he's not, I think, not I think die he will. Anything, but he if, will. No, I think if him and Kamala were on better terms, they'd find a way to get him out. Kamala's uh, Kamala's already out, ostracized almost in the capital. She's got I mean, work. She's got a wor- she's, geography lesson. She's, yeah. Oh she my god! Exactly where Ukraine? <laughs> we were kindergartners or her. Ukraine's in a country in Europe that borders Russia from the east. It's like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> I did hear speaking of that uh, that they could be close to annexing. Or we're coming up with a uh, uh, like a truce, mm-hmm. um, Putin and um, Zelensky, Ukrainian Prime Minister Zelensky, uh, where basically he would give Russia the east and then keep the western part of you. Uh, there's, there's a river that is like the border, basically, in, in where this is happening in Ukraine. It starts with a D, I believe, and they would keep the west and be neutral. They wouldn't join NATO, whatever, because they've already surrounded all the troops on the eastern side. Apparently, there's like 40,000 troops that are surrounded by the Russian soldiers right now. And so they, they're giving them till tomorrow to make a decision about these, uh, this peace treaty or whatever you want to call it. Um, or they're going to open it. fire. I wouldn't do it. He's not going to stop it. He's not going to stop there. You do it. But there's a, but, but there's a lot of people in the East though, that won't like that. They, they hold Russian values already from things I've read, okay. you know, and their their values are Russian. They speak Russian mainly like I've heard that. You too. Know, obviously, I'm not there. This is an outsider's point of view. Like, you know, obviously, I know he doesn't want to give up half his or it wouldn't even be half the country. But, you know, that would be like giving up Florida, Georgia and South Carolina, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, to another country. You know, I get it. But at the same time, if they're wanting, if the majority of people are wanting to do it, is I even, I, I believe that they put it up to a vote some years back, and it actually won the vote. But then, whoever the prime minister was, basically said, "Yeah, that's not happening. You're not, you know, exiting." I've heard some uh, stories like that as well. So I, be interesting, you know. Yeah, I could see it to save lives, but still, I mean, you you give up. Part of your land, yeah. I don't know. I just think well, that, it might be it might a be a thing where where well, maybe the part of the other part of that uh, negotiate would be like, all right, you get the eastern Ukraine, we get Crimea back, right? It, it might no. be something like that. No. I don't know. No. Well, I, no. okay, I'm not at the table. But. No, 
Let me tell so, you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to do it. He's going to take. Gonna we're going to have to give well. our... Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have to do a show on this, on the on the war to see, get some viewpoints out there. But uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we kind of head out? I know we were just kind of doing a little quick show to reintroduce ourselves to the audience. And Why do we still have him on this with us? <laughs> I don't know. Shows up late. Shows up late. So, well, why don't we call it there, boys, then? Uh, we'll get We'll reach out and schedule another one. Uh, but like I said, we just wanted to start this back up, get back into it. Now that kind of all the exciting news has calmed down and we're not, you know, busy with new children and things like that. So yeah, they're old now. we, we look forward. Yeah. We look forward to, uh, doing more shows for you. And as always, if you got any topics of discussion, you want to hear us talk about, just let us know. We love to get some feedback. Uh, W Nuggy, we got something. So, when you guys pass away, you have the option to be eternalized in the ocean. Okay. There is a company called Eternal Reefs. Okay. Eternal Eternal Reefs. Uh, Basically, what they do is they take the cremated body, they mix it with concrete to create a pearl. And you can and you can inscribe on this pearl, you know, whatever you want to say. And they drop it in the middle of the ocean to create a, a habitat for the fish and other ecos, you know, sea life and all that in the ecosystems. So I know I did one about trees, mm-hmm. about people being buried yeah. due to trees. So I didn't know that they could basically encapsulate you into a pearl, drop you in the ocean, and you know, you're somebody else's home. We should be doing more of that. I do agree with that, actually. I, Cof- I mean, I, coffins I, and it, caskets are, are that's all bullshit. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know. I think I think it's interesting the whole giving back to the earth mm-hmm. kind of mindset yeah. with the burial, not necessarily this with the ocean, but with the tree thing. Yeah. Because you are, I mean, you're basically you know you're not here anymore. But you're still helping to sustain life in a way. Right. Well, not only that, I mean, the, the caskets and the con- you know, the concrete. What do they call the concrete around the the, vault. ca- the vaults? Like they don't, they just sit there. You're waste. I mean, it's a waste of space. It's a waste of land. It's it's nothing, and it's expensive. People, Death is people, expensive people, too. Well, it is. I mean, people are weird about. Yeah, but burials and being you know what you know what stuff like that. We can uh, we can br- blame organized religion for doing all that. So on that note, on that note, when we come back, God will give us a new body anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to be back with you with another episode shortly. On behalf of WD and Christian, we are the Confused Gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Have a great day. See ya. See ya.